Have you been a victim of a scalper and now you wander lost in the wild and fear that the toys you're hunting for will forever be out of your reach? Well, my fellow toy junkies, fear not. I have the answer. Well, actually, I don't, but these toy store owners do. Find them with me, Bevan, at a toy store near you, the podcast. All right, gang, I'm here talking to the super happy, incredible toy store owners, and I'm super excited because they are based in my hometown of Houston, Texas. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Uh, great. How are you? I'm, it's tis the season to be jolly. Oh, that it is. Now, welcome back to the H, by the way. Yeah. I know. Can we get this out of the way first? I'm really super unhappy about the Houston Texans this year. It's very embarrassing. Yeah, well, I don't care about the Texans. Yeah. They're- they're, they're, they, they, I'm an Oilers fan. I was raised uh, an Oilers fan. So the Texans are trash. They got rid of Asheville because of the Texans. So yeah, they, they can lose every fucking game for the rest of their existence. I don't care. You don't care? Yeah. Okay. Consensus? Yeah. I'm not a football fan at all. So, you know, yeah. I was really excited for the Texans like two seasons ago. And, you know, after the whole Deshaun debacle. Oh, yeah. That, like, was, that was intense. And J.J. Watt left for the Cardinals, and he's already out for the season. So it's like, what is this? What is it? It's embarrassing. Yeah. Like but say. how about the Rockets? Like, the Rockets are a promising team. Like, Jalen Green is going to be mm. a superstar. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I, I'm i a Rockets fan. So the Rockets, man, that's, that's a good Yeah, there, there's some rebuilding. Thing. There's some rebuilding. I mean, uh, at least we have the Astros. They're, they're, I mean, Astros are solid. kicking some ass, right? right? Yeah. They are kicking everyone's ass. So at least Cheers. we have baseball. Oh, he went there. He went there. So, gentlemen, I I just want to also get this out of the way first because this seems to be a recurring theme every time I interview the toy store owner guys. Mm-hmm. Were any of you in a rock band? No. No. I, I'm speaking for myself. No. No. I mean, I was in like a pretend rock band in like high school. What's a pretend rock band? Like, we yeah. thought we were going to be rock stars. Like, okay. You know, we learned, like, I don't know, like Green Day songs. Do you have recordings <laughs> of this? That was the first I've heard of this. <laughs> I, I made rock band. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, there, wasn't there a rock band for like the PS3 mm-hmm. or something? I Isn't that Garage Band? No, the, whatever it was, I played it. Mm-hmm. You know what the name of our band was, though? We could name a band mm-hmm. Jerk It Off Behind the Shed. <laughs> that was the name of our band. Mm-hmm. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Literally. No, I've literally found out that as I've been interviewing everybody, that they've all, that some of them, most of them actually have all been in rock bands. And I was like, what's the correlation? No. Rock band, mm. toy store owner, rock band, toy store owner. What do you guys think? I don't see it here. No. No, it doesn't happen here. I guess it depends on where you're at. Like, like if your toy store is in Austin, every single person's in a band. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, well, they're, they're weird, right? They're pretend weird. They're pretend. They're not even really weird anymore. They're just pretend weird now. We talk shit about Austin. We love Austin. Austin's cool. Austin's. We love Austin. We'll keep Austin. Mm. Austin St. John is a good buddy. So you know more to talk about. The Red Power Rangers. So 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 speaking of Jason David Frank's our guy. Speaking of Houston, yeah, Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, is our ranger. Yeah. Yeah. The best ranger. I mean, he did have Saba, so like I'm all for that. Apparently he's like a really great guy too. 
No, I've mm-hmm. I've not met I've out of all the Power Rangers, he's one that I've not met, but I've met Walter, I've met mm-hmm. David, and mm-hmm. they have a permanent clothing line, which we love. And I've, you know, I know Austin St. John, I met him too. One of my friends made his Red Ranger jewelry ring that he has, like Jason's graduation ring or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. It happened at C2E2. It was a blast back to, you know, when we could go to Comic Cons. Speaking of cons, I have a funny story about Jason David Frank. We were uh, doing a show called Pandemic, which was here in Houston. I was in the back, uh, the back area where you go to bathroom for new vendors and VIP. And no, it's just a bathroom, but it's it's uh, where vendors and like celebrities go to the bathroom. And first of all, I was pissing next to John Bernthal. That's one thing, Mm. and he was really cool by the way. Mm. But another time, I was walking out of the bathroom and I ran into Jason David Frank, and I saw him. And I was looking at him, and he was looking at me. We were, like, sizing each other up, right? And I boxed, and he was, a, like, a triple-degree black belt. So we were sitting there sizing each other up. And I was like, what are you looking at, man? And he's like, well, what are you looking at? I'm like, well, I, I feel like I know you. He's like, well, I feel like I know you. And I'm like, all right, well, you go first. Who do you think I am? He's like, no, you go first. Who do you think I am? I said, well, you look like somebody I grew up watching that I thought was like the coolest Power Ranger of all time. He's like, you look like the guy that owns a toy store that gives away stuff for free on Friday nights. And I'm like, holy shit, no Jason way. David Frank knows who the fuck I am, wow. right? And then so we get to talking and he's like, "You and he asked me, do you want to take a picture, Aww. right? And so I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool because I had to get back to the booth. And then he asked me the question that I hated more than anything else. Oh no. Where's Colin? <laughs> Wait, oh, how do I not know this? He so apparently they were doing a con. Mm-hmm. And they came into the store. He's doing like a Power Ranger con. They came into the store and um, they asked for our support. You know, we support all local shows for the most part. <laughs> and uh, so I said, sure, we'll do it. You know, we'll we'll support it. We'll talk about it. We'll promote it. We'll do whatever you want. But we can't be in it because we were doing something else that year. And he just always kind of liked that we did that. Oh, mm. and so yeah, he started following us. So Jason David Frank, we love you, man. Mm. Jesus Aww. didn't touch. That was back in the day when you were doing the free Friday giveaway when it sucked. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> when it sucked? Yeah, well, when Colin was there, it was kind of bad. Oh. Yeah. I mean, what what made it bad, though? Yeah, Colin. Just Colin? Yeah, Colin. Oh, okay. So, fair, fair enough. I'm, fair. He was always grumpy. I'm not a ham for the live screen stream like Bun is. Mm. He was really... Somebody asked us one time. Those were on dark the video, days in my life. Somebody well. asked us on the video one <laughs> time, go there. like, "Hey, why don't you guys do a crawfish boil?" And you know, like a good answer would be like, eh, "You know, we got a restaurant. We want to do that kind of stuff. That's great. There's all these places." Colin was like, "Fuck you. Go to BB's or something. You want to do that shit?" Well, like, what the hell? You can't yeah. be that grumpy. I was just being honest, and then also there were tough times in my life at that point. Evolved. We've all been there recently. We've we've been there recently. We've all discussed that also. So yes, I'm in a brighter place now. Now you want to try to run me over with your car? Mm. I did love that run on joke. That was in the episode. It's not a joke. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It's well, not a joke. well, what do you mean? You do you actually physically try to run him over? And how? That was a threat. Um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't an accident. Like I wasn't walking in the parking lot. And he was no. backing up and then saw me and was like, damn, I almost ran over one. Mm. No, he revved his engine up <laughs> to threaten to run over me. And verbally told him, I'm going to run over you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so again, these were the same days, 
the same time, there was a lot going on in my life. Well, um, so so I, we I had an argument. I we were drinking. I should this should be said. We we were kind of, we're a fa- we're a legit family here. Yeah, sure. and like I got that. any family, we fight. Sometimes we fight really hard. I'm pretty sure we've all threatened legit physical violence against one another at some point or another. <laughs> I right? agree. Yeah. Well, you know that being said, I'm glad we got the Street Fighter game because <laughs> now that like settles all our differences. Mm. You know, once we got Street Fighter, we stopped threatening to throw hands with each other. Like let's. Let's let's settle it in street. I mean, fire. I don't know if we stopped it. it. It happened slightly less. I feel like I don't think it happens as much anymore. No. <laughs> because you're super happy now. <laughs> we're, we're always super happy. Yeah. Super happy. We're always super happy. But not it's, always super happy. Incredible. Well, well it's after hours. <laughs> yes, it's after hours. Super happy nights. And we're super also, happy. like Bun said, close enough that we can have these misunderstandings altercations and then we're all still here years later that's true you remember after you tried to run me over with your car you were like if you care you'll show up to my house right now so we can talk it out oh. what happened i showed up oh we, we can be really dramatic with yeah. each other too that's yeah. all right i'm all for the dramatics now speaking of dramatics the title is very dramatic where did that title come from what super super happy, super incredible? happy incredible all right it's also an acronym if you put those first four letters Yeah, together. a lot of people call us the shit store, for sure. Okay, great. But our original owner was a dude named Brett Bogan. And um, he had like a really annoying wife that looks like a Muppet. But why are y'all laughing? Because you got to think I was going to say that. Go, but, go ahead. So Ron. she was super annoying. And while he was pricing his toys and stuff on their like table, she'd be like, when are you going to get your shit out of the way? And so Brett took that. And was like, man, I need to name the story something that has to do with shit. And so he came up with Super Happy Incredible Toys and had this whole like marketing plan behind it. Like, I'm going to hashtag toy pile. How big is your pile is going to be our motto. And he was really good at stuff like that. He just wasn't good at executing, but, but great at coming up with the ideas. And so that's where Super Happy Incredible Toys came from. And when I bought it, my business partner, Paul, who I inherited when I bought my half of the store, the first thing he asked is, do you want to change the name? I've never been a fan of the name. Do you want to change the name? And I said, absolutely not. No, I love that. I love, I didn't even mm. correlate that it was shit, that, but I love it. It's a shit store and I like it, but it's very, very fancy. And I like that you got to incorporate all your artwork in it too. That's really cool. Well, it's funny because, you know, I feel like sometimes kids will come up uh-huh. And, and they'll come up to me like, do you know what your store smells? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, S-H-I-T. And then I'll, I, I'm like, what? I'm going to have to talk to Juan about this. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever bring him over and be like, explain this to the child what you have done? That would be a bad idea. <laughs> that would, that would, there'd, there'd be a lot more cuss yeah. words and just shit, probably. No, I love kids. I, we, I, we all love kids. kids. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Them. I saw the episode. You said you didn't. No, that was just because I was antagonizing the ghosts. You were antagonizing uh, the ghosts, but yeah. you like kids. Because we did. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't oh. like kids that much. I have three. <laughs> but I don't I don't hate them. You know, Um. so the... <laughs> I love my own kids, but... 
And, and I like strangers' kids. I like when they leave. And short spurs. Yeah, yeah. I like when they leave. I don't want to have more kids or anything like that. But I, right. I think like, I think that this store is built for collectors. But I love when mm. I see kids come in here Absolutely. and start to like the things that we yes. like mm. for two reasons. One, it's really neat to see them playing with the stuff that we played with growing up. Uh-huh. But two, the only way this is going to stay alive is if the generations that are past us yep. start to like and respect the stuff that we like. And so it, it's and another thing is, is I like to see dads with kids. Like dads bring their sons or daughters in here and buy the stuff that we grew up with because that's what happened to me. Like my dad did this for me. And so I like to see that recreated. So yeah, I don't like, I, I don't hate kids. Basically, <laughs> I don't hate kids. That was, I was antagonizing the, Ghost, the ghost that was the there. The ghost kids that haunted that that thing. Yeah, when I saw the episode, I thought the same thing. Mm. Yeah, people are going to think I hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> now, but here's also a tricky question that I like to ask toy store owners, too, is what do you consider vintage nowadays? Because I'm a kid from the 90s. Mm. Are we considering 90s toys now vintage? It depends on who you ask, in my opinion. Like, I mean, for me, vintage is still... Like, 94? five. I'm gonna say 85 or lower. Oh wow. Okay, so but that's really, Colin. That's 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 way off. He's the wrong person say. to ask though, because no. Colin won't even consider like mm. Sesame Street people Muppets. Muppets. Yeah, it's true. Like, that's he, different. He, established that's, that's he thinks different. that the, the people that live on Sesame Street mm. aren't Muppets. Yeah. Like he draws these hard lines and he sticks to them. So that's, so that's a different story, but yes. So the, the consensus was John Denver. Just um, so oh, not just John, oh, God, Denver. Denver. Go ahead. I'm a big <laughs> Muppets fan. I understand what he's saying because to me, Sesame, they're they're all still Muppets technically, mm. but the Muppets brand, the only one that crosses streams is Kermit the Frog. Right, right. So, right. so that's where right. I'm on your side a little bit. But there, everything that. that Jim Henson created, according is, is, to Jim Henson, is sure. a Muppet. Right. But not all Muppets live on Sesame Street. Right. Right. Most right. Of, right. most of his. Mm. Muppets are not on Sesame Street. Right. They Sesame Street Muppets are in the Sesame I mean, Street Muppets category. So these are the hard lines that Colin draws. Okay, so the hard line for you for vintage so, toys is yep. So forget that. That's 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 just Colin's own thing. But a lot of people My own thing is valid. And you'll be me. able you'll be able to expound on this, I'm sure, Colin. Okay. But a lot of people consider ninety four and and before vintage because that was when Toys started getting mass produced okay. and sold for the purpose of collecting. Okay. So people, so even though vintage, and then some people consider, was it like 15 years, 15, 20 years? I think it was 20 or 25. Something like that. So instead of giving it a firm date, the the vintage uh, line is always moving. Okay. Like, you know, every 20, you know, when things get older than 20 years, so... I don't know. There, there's there's still people who will like a toy will be like 20 years and they won't consider it vintage because. Well, that would be 2000 at this point. Right, which is We're old. Yeah. I know. So I mean, in my opinion, like nights the reboots of Star Wars and from it's 95. Still modern Star Wars. It's still modern. That's still not modern finished Star Wars. Star Wars. But it's like, but yeah, and it's crazy because that stuff is but like that's like 25 over, years. Yeah, over 20 old years old now. So yeah. So also hot take because I'm only glancing. I've not toured this place yet, but I don't see any Funko Pops, and I know <laughs> that's a. I know that that's a hot button topic for some toy store owners. What's your take on Funko Pops? Fuck Funko Pops. Great, cool. Well, there's a couple here. Well, yeah, I ordered some boxers <laughs> and Selena. And so, so well, Selena's different. You're right. 
But, Speaking of Selena, but I ordered Selena because of Natalie. Right. I ordered Selena because yeah. Natalie wanted to order the Selena pop, and she never puts her foot down about anything and said, "If you do one thing, order the Selena pop." I said, "Okay." Mm. But we have a strict: we don't sell the Funko pops here. We don't buy. So the way we work to backtrack a little bit is like we, for the most part, people bring things to us, uh huh, and we buy them mm -hmm. from people's collections and whatnot. Mm. We do order some things from like Entertainment Earth and um, Mar new Marvel Legends, but usually the way we work is we buy vintage toys from individuals. Uh huh. Um, we don't try to get pops. Okay. Oh, so so I I'll, I'll say this about pops. You know, sometimes if you want a license, you know, little collectible thing. Funko Pops is the only way to do it. Why are you always so cause, positive? Because they may not make an action figure of it. They may not make any sort of collectible of it, but Funko does. And if you want some kind of memorabilia merchandise, sometimes that's your only option. So, but for, for the most part, we, we don't do Funko Pops. Uh, I If you ask a lot, you know, a lot of people will say that Funko Pops collectors are, are the worst people. Like... <laughs> Like in the hobby, it's hot, hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. It used to be Hot Wheels people. <laughs> really? Why Hot but, Wheels people? They're, 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 Those people getting fistfights at Target still to this day. Well, Funko for Hot Wheels. Funko yes. Pops are the new Beanie Babies. They are the new. They're the new Beanie Babies, and eventually, ah. eventually, just like, just like Beanie Babies collectors, the Funko Pop collectors are going to die off, and so will Funko Pops. But vintage <laughs> Star Wars, you know, will be forever. You know, I got to give the Funko Pop people credit though. They've been sticking around. They, 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 they've. They stuck around longer than the Beanie Baby people. That's true. So I, I got to hand it to them. But but yeah, terrible, terrible people. They stuck around longer than Tamagotchis, man. I used to have Tamagotchis. Was that that little thing where you like a little pet? Yeah, it was like a little alien. And then we have Gigapets where like you could raise the puppy or a cat. And I, I feel like random. I, yeah. I feel like we find those in random lots a lot. Yeah. Just left to die in a box. What about Furbies? You find Furbies? We had a Furby the other day. Yeah, yeah, we could. And we sold that home. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. We have one Beanie Baby that's marked at like ten thousand dollars, I think. Mm. Is it the Princess Diana yeah. bear? It's a, I think so. It's a joke, though. Oh, it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. We, you know, we have people come in here all the time trying to sell us Beanie Babies, and like, mm. I got the super rare Princess Diana bear or whatever. And I had this one guy. I felt so bad because I'm sitting behind <laughs> the counter. That doesn't my, happen often. Minding my own so. business, and this couple came in, and they were so nice. Like the kids were looking around the store. And the guy was standing right there by the Beanie Baby. He was like, bam, bam, go. You see that? Look how much it's worth. Because we have it priced for like $10,000. Uh -huh. And I even had like a note that said, it's only $10,000 because I ran out of zeros on the price gun. <laughs> and he was like, I got the same Beanie Baby at home sitting in the garage. And oh, I felt no. so bad. I was like, no. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. That shit's a joke. <laughs> I put it right by the door, so hopefully somebody steals it <laughs> and thinks that that it's like, worth. Oh man, I just stole all this money. But it ain't worth shit. Ain't worth shit. It ain't worth shit. Oh yeah, I, I actually did a deep dive into Beanie Babies, like researching, like why do people think this is so valuable? And I guess apparently there is a version of the Princess Di, you know, bear that that is really valuable. There but... is no Beanie Baby that's worth ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Everything, I mean, to certain circles and certain collectors, mm. probably it is, but not in general, no, no. there's no $10,000 Beanie Baby. It doesn't exist. Mm. 
Do you guys have like a conquest toy that you would scour all of Middle Earth to find and bring back here for yourselves? Scarlet Johansson. A toy. Oh. Conquest toy. This is for person personally or for the story? Feel, no, no, for each individually, each of you. Well, obviously, it has to be rocket firing backpack Boba Fett, right? Like, yeah. It has, it has to be the rocket firing Boba Fett. Man. For me, it's Flix. Oh, that's uh, Brian's favorite. Brian Volkweises. I totally came smart. very, very close to a Flix one time. Oh, did you? For $40. For $40? Yeah. Until I told the person or asked questions about what it was and where it came from. They were trying to lure you into... No, this was... Legit. Yeah, they are going to take your kidney, bro. This was... Yeah. Or have sex My with kidneys aren't good mm. anyway, so... <laughs> that, um, is, that is true. <laughs> or at least one of them. But, yeah, Vlix is... So I'm a Star Wars guy. The only Star Wars figure I'm missing, including variants, is a Vlix. Mm. Mm. Wow, you have the rocket jet Boba Fett? Well, no, but that two people have those. And, no, uh, like 17 I, people have okay, those. Okay, fair enough. So, and I'm not one of those 17, but no. Mm. Mine would probably be the be Robotech SDF1 playset. That's where I knew that was going. Because that thing is so incredibly rare. And, and it's a playset, so yeah, it's big and it has a bunch of parts. I think they were like, they were probably clearance that, that KB for like five bucks at one point. Oh, yeah. But yeah, those things are impossible to find now. I've never seen one in person. Is that made by Matchbox? Or was is that... that an attainable piece, though? I think it is attainable. I've seen it. I've seen one in a box on eBay in the past six years I've been looking. So for attainable pieces, then I would have to say, like, Psykill in the card. No. Oh. That, that's that's what I want. I mean, yeah. I already completed Dragon Riders of the Six. Hmm. Like, that was my thing for a long time. That's, like, the one thing I won't sell. Hmm. My Dragon Riders of the Six stuff. But Psycho on a card right now. But, God damn it, Rocket Firing Backpack Boba Fett? That'd be number one for me. That'd be number one? That'd be number one. Hmm. Oh, wow. I just want to lose flicks. You just want to flicks. That card in Psycho shouldn't be too hard. Man, that motherfucker is so difficult to find right now. Hmm. It's so difficult to find. So, if you have a card in Psycho... <laughs> <laughs> You can Instagram or Facebook message me at Super Happy Incredible Toys. That's what I'm looking for for my personal collection, a carded cycle. All right. Now, Juan, you also mentioned that you have kids. You have three of them, correct? I do. Okay. Do you ever, what What do you let them play with in your own collection? Well, they're all grown. All right. But when they're, they were young. They're all grown. So I didn't have the store when they were young. Okay, great. They're all grown. So like my oldest is 27. My middle kid is 23 and my youngest is 19 but they also play with everything in the store like they're all dorks okay great they're well, all they're all dorks and well they each have their own focus too. they do okay. each have their own focus like samantha's my daughter she's the oldest she's 27 and she talks shit about me and the boys always collecting toys my um my youngest collects marvel legends and he has every marvel legend that's ever come out from wow Hasbro. yep um and then my my older son Star Wars Black Series, and he has everything that's ever come out from Star Wars Black Series. Plus, I just gifted him my entire collection of mint, loose, complete, vintage Star Wars. Whoa. Everybody. Oh, my God. Like I have everybody. Vinyl Cake Jawa. Wow. Like Blue Snag. They're all his. And um, my daughter talks shit about us collecting toys, but she collects hot toys. 
like the most expensive thing as soon as it comes out, right? Like the craziest, most expensive thing. And she's trying to get the MCU complete and she's missing a Hulk. So you have a Hulk, looking for a Hulk. Super happy, incredible toys on Instagram. That's pretty cool. Okay, so let's back up for a second because I want to know the behind the scenes of how you got involved with the Nacelle company and the process of filming. Did they like? Did they make you do any reshoots once you got a hold of them? Well, um, how did we hear about it? So I pretty much did all the filming myself. Okay. Um, I always say I do everything on my own. You know, but that's just what I say. But um, I did all the filming myself. Uh huh. And the way I found out about the a toy store near you is Colin fucking messaged me mm. that Mark Belobo messaged him mm. oh. that we're do, they're doing a show and he was like so I think you guys would be a great fit you know who has a Robotech SDF one playset Mark Belobo Mark Belobo Mark Belobo <laughs> Mark Belobo has everything that's ever been made and I also forgot so about jealous. How- yeah so Colin is Colin I is probably the most about- responsible. For us being on this show. Oh, nice. Yeah, we so, did We did kind of like a... Remember, we did kind of like a test. Yeah, we did an audition. We did yeah, an audition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did they, an audition? So they asked they asked us to film a video and, and do an audition to, yeah. to be a part of it. Yeah, so there was like... They wanted us to like talk about some of our favorite toys or whatever. Okay. So there was like sectars and... They wanted toys that were, that were cool, but not something that everybody was going to like... Right. You know, try to flex. Like... Like an Optimus Prime or something like that. That's something everybody has. So, yeah, that's so, so last year. So, and so I filmed dude. all the footage. I filmed everything. Myself. I forgot all about. I filmed that. all the talking heads. <laughs> I filmed all the footage myself, and I even cut something together for them and sent to them because I do a lot of videos. So I even cut a lot of everything together for them and sent it to them. And for the most part, me and the like story that they told is pretty accurate. They did a really good job of. Being from the outside and looking at us uh-huh. and saying this is what these guys are about, but they also did some digging. That's what. Oh, they yeah. did some digging. They did oh, some yeah. digging. They, they looked up they our videos up? on YouTube. Okay. They looked up all the stuff that we've done and they pulled out stuff that that I didn't submit, and I, I thought that was a really. That was yeah. That was definitely I really cool that really they were good willing to dig that deep to to represent us. And I and if and if there's one thing people like get out of the the episode is uh-huh. it's how much fun we have together we're just always up for doing crazy stuff like that ghost hunting <laughs> you know like episode we just decided to do one day and we're like well if we're gonna do it let's do it right let's find like supposedly the most haunted place in houston let's get like a professional like camera person let's get some quote-unquote ghost gear mm-hmm. and nobody nobody's hunted ghosts before and we just decided to go for it Fun fact on that, I used to live in that building. It was an old Did hospital. you get raped by a ghost? No, no. But that was no. Ghostbusters. It was, um, I used to live in that building. It was an old hospital that got turned into lofts, and also Robocop 2 was filmed there. So, yeah. just you can tell about how you fucking sent a snake on in FedEx, and you FedEx the snake. That was like 30 like years always ago. Your that's, that's the go-to <laughs> Colin story. <laughs> so, so... Colin heard about it. You guys submitted an audition tape, and did they just use the audition tape, or did they no, come back no, with any instructions? No, nothing from the audition. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you get it. the job, and then what, do they give you any instructions? How did it on what go to do? from yeah, Mark? Well, to... they said so. They said, "Man, you got because I was drinking on the on the video. Oh, okay. that's like my shtick. 
Uh-huh. I love to drink. That's all I understand. And and so um, I was drinking on the video, and we talked, and they were like, "Dude, just send us this stuff. We just want a, a couple of certain shots that we want. We want to see you open the door. You know, we want you to talk about the pandemic, and because it was in the beginning of the pandemic mm-hmm. when this all all happened. And I said, you know what? I don't want to talk about the fucking pandemic, man. Like, that's so sad. Yeah. I don't want to talk about the pandemic. So let's talk about our free Friday giveaway. That's what I told us. And so we just filmed that and that's where it went. And, you know, I do have to bring up that we're missing somebody. We're, we're missing Natalie. Like, yeah. Wonder Woman Natalie. Every, everybody loves Natalie. Everybody loves Natalie. And, and it sucks that she's not here. She's got like, who knows? Christmas stuff to do. She's probably somewhere taking photos and signing autographs today. But yeah, she's got Christmas things to do. Natalie's a superstar. Mm. Are you guys going to do a giveaway this Friday? I think so. Ooh, what are we giving away this Friday? Man, something really badass. Don't no, no pressure him. He's going to pick something yeah, like yeah, something badass. ridiculous. It's going to be something badass. I'll, I'll announce it. To, I'll announce it tomorrow. Um, but I want to do a giveaway. I'm, okay, so shit, I'm out of town the week after. We're going to do a giveaway that's after the episode. Where I think we'll get a whole bunch of viewers because everyone's gonna want to tune in for that. So we'll the give new away, year, we'll new give year away, giveaway. We we'll give away some great. What's up? It's a new year giveaway. Yeah, I'm not gonna be here for the new year, so People I can't do it. do it. I can't do it. Let's just do it when you get back. It's fine. Yeah. They can't do the giveaway without me. I don't think. Have you guys always done the giveaways, or did you start doing that during the pandemic? No, it was before the pandemic. It was before the pandemic. Okay. It was before. It started as the Free Friday Summer Giveaway, is what, what it was gonna be. And um, that's back when I was involved. It just grew into into what it was, and I felt like when the pandemic started, that it was more important to keep it going. Of course, and, you know, like we weren't making any money. We were close. We were close for a month, which actually that was a great month. It was because we were just hanging out here all the time with each other. Yeah, it was a cool. It was a cool month, and it was awesome. I got a lot of painting done. It was it was a good break. It was a good break, but it was a good. We had each other to socialize with. And we still gave away stuff because yeah. we just wanted to make people happy. Mm. At the end of the day, that's all we really give a shit about. Yeah, the, the local people yeah. are actually covered that, that we were still doing the Free Friday giveaway during the pandemic. And like Juan said, it was just important just to like, you know, just even contribute our, something, you know. Even for our own sanity. Like mm. we, cause I, I can I do was, it for my own sanity. But I'm saying... <laughs> For all of our own sanities, we I mean, hung out we, with each other. And... We like to drink and we like to talk shit, but we also like to make everybody happy. Like that's this place is legitimately a clubhouse. That's all it is for us. Right. We don't give a fuck about money. We don't care about prestige. We don't care about any of that shit. We just want a place where people can come in and be themselves and talk to us and be happy and just forget about everything that's out there. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. I really enjoyed your quote in the episode when you were said you said you were in the people business and the toys were just the backdrop. 
because it was important for you guys to make people happy and make them smile, which I think is very adorable. And everyone so needs that kind of energy right now, especially in the last couple of years. And as we continue going on and on into this pandemic. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all we really care about. Yeah. That's all we really care about is the people. And that's why we made our episode about the community. Like, I feel like nobody else had the entire toy community on their episode. Everybody else made it, can make it about themselves because it's a good opportunity to tell everybody about, Hey, we're super happy. We're super happy. We're super happy. We do this. We do that. But it was important to us to bring all the weekend warriors, the people that support us, the customers, the the friends we've made, everybody, even the competitors. It was important to us to bring everybody on and let everyone see what Houston is about. There's a big toy community in Houston, and there's a lot of shows in Houston, and all these people come out, and we support them for the most part, and they support us. I mean, it's like our favorite saying for the yeah. last part. Yeah. And there's a reason for that that I'm not going to go into, but there's a camaraderie. They're your tribe, right? For sure. Yeah. And the thing is, we're we're, we're all collectors too, exactly. so it's yeah, good to have. We're not doing this for money. It's we're... good to have you know be friends with somebody who might be able to find the the grail you're looking for. Right. Who knows? One of those people might find a Robotech SDF fun playset. Right. And and remember me. And remember to contact the super happy incredible toy Instagram account yeah. when you have found that. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, the greatest compliment I've ever gotten about this store was when we were at Comic Palooza this year. And there was a new comic book store that's in Third Ward came up to us. And they were like, oh, man, you're one from Super Happy Incredible Toys. I'm like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, dude, we watch your videos and everything you do. It's so amazing. And I just want you to say that you inspired us to open up this store. Aww. And you guys are like the most Houston store that we've ever heard of. And so I just, I love what you do. And I, I, I just, just, I want to let you know that I'm really happy to meet you. And no. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I've never, I've, I've heard a lot of stuff, but I've never heard that. And so it's, it's nice to be inspiring, you know? Yeah. Now expand upon that because I love that you said they told you you're the most Houston store to the viewers at home that don't know what that means. What does that mean to you? Well, so Houston is different like there is no city i feel like that's as proud to be from a city that houston is and me and colin talked about this because colin's from atlanta Mm -hmm. we've talked about this i'm like colin is it the same type of pride everywhere else he's like no man houston guys are different like and it's texas too like everyone talks about whataburger whataburger is trash but everyone talks about whataburger and how much they love whataburger and it's just they're so loyal to what's here and so what we do is we try to homage everything that meant something to us as kids. Yeah. One of those things is Astro World, mm-hmm. right? Um, another of those things is like places like Super Track. And we like Shipley's here in James Coney Island. You know, we like things like that. And is, I, I don't know, Houston is different because everybody in Houston supports everything from Houston. Mm -hmm. And for someone to tell us that we're so Houston, I don't even know what that really means, (laughs) but it's a motherfucking compliment. Right. 
No, I love that compliment. It's great. And it's so Texan to say, too, because the Texas pride is real. Mm -hmm. yeah. It is so real. Um, so just to round this out, what's coming up next for you guys? Well, you know, every year we, we like to travel somewhere okay. and, and, and do a show. So we'll, you'll probably we've done PowerCon. We've done JoeCon. So next year we should be at uh what is it TF what's it called TFCon? It's either TFCon or BotCon. We keep for we keep we should probably learn before we actually go, but <laughs> it's going to be a Transformers convention. Nice. So yeah, so as you can see, we're we're Transformers yeah, fans. Yeah, we're, we're stocked up on Transformers. We, well, we Where talk about all. It's going to be in Anaheim, right? right. California. I think it's in LA. It's in LA. LA? Okay. So so, so we tell there LAX. Yeah. All the t we we always have this discussion. What is the greatest toy line of all time? Star Wars. And Star Wars is cool, but I think if we're going to be objective, um, we give we give it the Transformers. Dragon okay. Riders of the Sticks. I'm <laughs> just speaking for myself with Star Wars. Yeah, the 1985 is vintage. We, we've already learned that. In comments. Well, I think it's Reasoning, because of but... Star Wars you even <laughs> have a Transformers toy line. I think that's what he's trying to... Well, no, come on. No, 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 no. I'm just being... I'm speaking for myself that, in my opinion, Star Wars did change the game. The toys Star that made Wars. us, the toys that made us, showed us that Star Wars yeah. changed the game. Star Wars beget GI Joe three point seven five, which, but GI Joe twelve beget Star Wars right. three point seven five. GI Joe yeah. started. Start, GI Joe started the game. Again, I'm just speaking for myself. So, but, so we have that. Mm -hmm. We're going to BotCon mm -hmm. or TFCon. One of those. Whatever that is. One of those. <laughs> we're right. having a we're having our own little small toy show um here at uh St. Arnold Brewery. Because the, the local things are more important to me than the national things. Of course. Um, so we're doing a, a toy show at St. Arnold Brewery again on a, and St. Arnold Brewery by the way is a local icon that we love and they love us. Um great beer. So um but we're doing a toy show over there March fifth I believe. Mm. And then we're going to TFCon. Or BotCon. And then whatever <laughs> it is. And then we're <laughs> And then we're going, we're coming back and we're having our Astroworld art show. Then we're taking a break from shows. Mm. And we're going to film our pilot for a reality show in April, I believe, the first week of April. Ooh, a reality show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, can you pitch it. that at all? You don't have to. I'm just giving you that opportunity if you want it. A bunch of drunk guys that sell toys, own a toy shop, and just... <laughs> Have fun with their friends. It's like it's like The Office meets Pawn Stars and Storage Wars, <laughs> but with cooler people. With a hint of Adam West comedy. With a hint of Adam West comedy, and the lovely Natalie is going to be part of it. So, I mean, learn more about Natalie. Like everybody loves her so much, and you get to see her so much more in this reality show. You should actually use the episode of a toy store near you as your pitch. Mm -hmm. Well, that's part of the plan. It's part of the plan. It's part of the plan. It's part of the plan. Oh, nice. We're going to expand hey, upon it. Include the audition. Hey, video. so Brian, Raul is going to talk to you after we film the pilot and try to get you to pick this up. So hear that. You've heard it here, Brian. You've been warned. It's coming for you. <laughs> Although I'm going to be honest, I think Rich is going to hear this before Brian. Rich, pass it on to Brian. <laughs> But Rich is my boy, man. Rich is so cool, man. Yeah, I, Rich, I, I like Rich. Rich is so cool. I texted him. I was like, oh, hey there, doing the voiceover for this episode. Look at you go. Did Wait, you recognize did, that? He did the voiceover? He did the voiceover oh, for your episode. No. I've talked to him so much on the phone. The second his voice came on, I was like, oh, that's Rich. 
over here being a voiceover narrator now. It, it's funny. I've never met him. But after, I feel like they've already done all the editing and stuff. He would call me or message me and be like, hey, Juan, hey, Juan. Like, he knew me. Yeah. I'm like, this this dude has probably seen me so much now <laughs> that he feels like he knows me from, like, doing all the editing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a good guy. All right, guys. Where can the folks at home find you on the social channels? Well, we're on Facebook, uh, Super Happy Incredible Toys. We're on Instagram. What's our Insta? Is it also Super Happy Incredible Toys? Yeah, Super Happy Incredible Toys HTX. All right. And uh, we're on one more thing, aren't we? We're on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. If you want to see where we did all our wacky videos, ghost hunting, uh, we, we, for whatever reason, we decided to pit two of our friends against each other in, in different feats of strength. You know and, why we did that, for our entertainment. It was for entertainment. <laughs> But yeah, we did that. You know, so also uh, catch us on a Toy Story near you, premiering Christmas they Day. Seen it. This is a companion piece. Oh, yeah, this is bad. yeah, it happened already. Right. This that's, is live. That's coming. So, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's coming. 1985 and above. <laughs> Stuff there. <laughs> Just you can Google us. Google us. We'll pop up. You'll yeah. pop up. We'll pop up. And if you're in Houston, Texas, make sure to come by and be super happy and credible. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's another really cool thing. Uh, out of towners, they always stop in. We get, we get every weekend. We get so many people from out of town, and I only take pictures on Saturdays. By the way, <laughs> so if you want to take a picture with me, only on Saturday. If you come in on like a Monday, or no, we're not open on Mondays. If you come in on like a Tuesday or Wednesday, or Thursday or Friday, I don't really give a fuck about the way I look, so I'm self conscious about taking pictures. Last on Saturday, if you come in, I'll take a picture. Last weekend, I pretended to be you so I could take a picture with a girl. <laughs> wow. Oh. And also, guys, don't fall for the Beanie Baby price tag. It's a, it's a joke. Uh, it's a joke, and you're not a real toy collector if you fall for it. We're just going to throw that out there. Or if yeah. you want to give us six If you want to give us $10 million that you have priced on it, then let's find you. Yeah. Please. Guys, thanks so much for chatting with me. It's been a lot of fun to do this in person. My first ever in-person interview for this podcast. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. Ex- I was very excited. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll check you guys later on a toy store near you, the companion podcast to a toy store near you now on Amazon. Woo! Thank you. Mint on a card and loose complete prototypes that are really unique. Great Garlu and me go to this and more at a toy store near you. Subscribe to us too. And like and comment. Yeah.